Welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. My mission is to help engineers develop their soft skills and break through the barriers of social anxiety to show up more boldly at work, create awesome friendships, improve their dating and relationships, and build lives that they love. Do you want to learn to think and make decisions like one of the most brilliant men of our time? How much more effective could you be in your career if you could break down problems in a super intelligent way and devise highly intelligent, effective solutions? So if you're an engineer, you almost definitely know Elon Musk. He's the brilliant entrepreneur and inventor behind Tesla and SpaceX. On top of these, he has even more ventures such as PayPal, OpenAI, Neuralink, and The Boring Company. He sets incredibly high bars for innovation and excellence and regularly hits them. He's a personal hero of mine, and I love diving into the things that Elon does to become even more successful, and I'm excited to share some of those on this episode of my podcast, Engineer Soft Skills, where we talk about all of the non-technical skills that help you develop yourself as an engineer. And while this is slightly leaning toward a bit more technical, I wouldn't say that this is non-technical, it's, it's a thinking method. It is a way of going about attacking problems, of understanding concepts, of understanding problems, and I've found it to be really helpful in my own life and career. So the principle that we're discussing in this video that has helped Elon do all the amazing things that he's done and be considered one of the most intelligent people in the world, it's called first principle thinking. So Aristotle defined the first principle as the first basis from which a thing is known. With this style of thinking, you reason only using absolute truths and facts. If you think of math and physics, you can typically reason using only first principles thinking. You might use a first principle like the conservation of energy, which is just accepted as a fact and has no known situations in which it's been proven to be false. And then you can reason up from there. And the reason that this is so effective is because often we are using reasoning to explain something or to solve a problem or to understand a concept, reasoning that's not necessarily based in a definitive fact or something that's provable. Often our, our logic is based in something a little bit more flimsy, and we'll get into that in a bit. In an interview with Kevin Rose, Elon Musk summarized his approach, his beliefs on first principles thinking. So he says, I think it's important to reason from first principles rather than by analogy. So the normal way we conduct our lives is we reason by analogy. We are doing this because it's like something else that was done. Or it's like what other people are doing, with slight iterations on a theme. And it's mentally easier to reason by analogy rather than looking from first principles. First principles is kind of a physics way of looking at the world. And what that really means is you boil things down to the most fundamental truths, and you say, okay, what are we sure is true? And then we reason up from there. And that takes a lot more mental energy. Another example of Musk speaking on this issue is how at SpaceX he uses first principles to innovate at low prices. So... Somebody can say, this is Musk again, and in fact people do, 
that battery packs are really expensive, and that's just the way that they will always be because that's the way they have been in the past. Well, no, that's pretty dumb. Because if you applied that reasoning to anything new, then you wouldn't be able to ever get to that new thing. You can't say, oh, nobody wants a car because horses are great, and we're used to them, and they can eat grass, and there's lots of grass all over the place, and there's no gasoline that people can buy. So, end quote. I think this is just a great example of first principles thinking and reasoning by analogy and how ineffective that could be. When you're reasoning by analogy, you're not reasoning up from the most fundamental truths. Rather, you're just looking at what currently exists in the world and saying, okay, how do we tweak this and make it a little bit better? But you're not saying, why was it done the way it is? How could it possibly be done better? And how do we reason from the most basic fundamental things that we know in order to make something better? So another Elon quote, uh, another great example of this is him talking about battery packs. Elon says that people would say, quote, historically it costs $600 to build per kilowatt hour, um, and so it's not going to be much better than that in the future. So the first principles would be, what are the material constituents of the battery? What is the spot market value of the material constituents? It's got cobalt, nickel, aluminum, carbon, and some polymers for separation, and a steel can. So break that down on a material basis. If we bought that on a London metal exchange, what would each of these things cost? Oh, geez, it's $80 per kilowatt hour. So clearly you need to think of clever ways to take those materials and combine them into the shape of a battery cell, and you can have batteries that are much, much cheaper than anyone realizes. End quote. So this is brilliant. This is Elon, rather than saying, okay, what exists, and, oh, it's $600 per kilowatt hour, I guess, you know, end of discussion, we can't do any better than that, that's just, that is what it is, and it can't get better. If you break it down to the first principles, so what are the materials, and what do those materials currently cost, in, in terms of just buying the raw material, that would be $80 per kilowatt hour instead of $600 per kilowatt hour. So how can you take that from, from the core, fundamental, this is the, this is the truth, we can't break the material down any further than that, and how can you build that up and say, okay, now how do we, obviously you're not going to be able to make a, a battery at $80 per kilowatt hour because that is just the cost of the material, you're going to have to get a little bit more expensive because obviously there's going to be labor or um, some costs involved with assembling and packaging the thing the way that you want it. But does it really have to almost 10x in order to, does it really have to go from 800 to 600 to make the thing that much better? So we've talked about reasoning from first principles and we've talked a bit about thinking from thinking by analogy. And a reason this is important is people will often miss creative ideas because they are thinking by analogy. They think, can I make the gas engine 5% more efficient? Musk, on the other hand, f breaks this problem down from a very high level. He says, what does it take to actually make a car run? Or what do you need to transfer the potential energy stored in an energy source into the kinetic energy needed to run a particular vehicle? What's the best way to do this? And for Musk, he found that it is actually using electricity and batteries rather than using a gas engine, which if you're thinking by analogy, you never, you never 
open up the box to look at what the other potential options are. Thinking by analogy just outsources the thinking to someone else. It draws on their knowledge and cannot really result in major innovation, only slight tweaks. In some areas, this form of thinking makes sense, but in many others, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily make sense to go to first principles all the time because reasoning by analogy is a great way of saving time. It's a great way of simply uh, on something you, you don't really care about. For instance, when I went to buy my podcast microphone, I just said, okay, what's, what's a podcast microphone that other people are using and enjoying that isn't crazy expensive? And I just bought it. I didn't have to think from first principles, okay, what exactly do I want here? How are microphones made? What is the science behind them? What's the, how could they be made better? I wasn't looking to, to do that sort of analysis. But if I were working for a microphone engineering company or manufacturer, I might look deeply into, okay, what are the constituent elements of what makes a microphone? How do I take the sound waves coming out of someone's mouth and digitize them into a podcast that you're hearing on the other end in the most efficient way possible and make it sound as awesome as possible? And this is not just about creating innovative solutions. First principles thinking is something that can really help you understand something better. Because when you're just reasoning from analogy, you're just saying, okay, a car has four wheels because that's the way it is. Well, break that down. Why does it have four wheels? Why is that a better solution than three wheels? Why is it better than two wheels? Why do we... Why is Musk using electric vehicles instead of gas vehicles? And break that down as far as you can until you're looking at fundamental truths. First principle reasoning is thought of by Musk as essentially knowledge that works like a tree. So higher level concepts are the leaves. Those are on the very outside of the tree. Those are the very high level, in-depth, in-the-weeds type pieces of knowledge. And those are much, much, much more understandable if you first have the trunk and the big branches solidly understood and in place in your mind first. If I tell you something deep in multivariable calculus, you might be able to memorize that concept, but it's not really going to make sense for you. And because it doesn't make sense, it's not going to last in your long-term memory or really even be a useful piece of knowledge unless you have all of the fundamental pieces of mathematics in your brain first. So if you don't know addition and subtraction, algebra, um, first level of calculus, and then I'm telling you something deep into multivariable calculus, that's going to be a difficult thing to, to really be able to stick into your mind, to understand how it works, and to be able to use... But if you do have that tree trunk and the big branches, then you can understand the things that are the leaves. The high-level details have something solid to grab onto, whereas if I give you a high-level detail or fact and it doesn't have anything to grab onto, that, that leaf is just a useless piece of knowledge. So there you have it. This is Elon Musk's secret tool for brilliant thinking. An article that I would highly, highly recommend checking out 
if you're interested in this stuff, if you're interested in learning more about Elon and how he thinks, and just for learning in general, is called The Cook and the Chef, Musk's Secret Sauce by Tim Urban on the website waitbutwhy.com, which is just a fantastic blog and website, and I love learning things from, from Wait But Why. And it dives into how many of us think like cooks. We think like the person who just kind of follows a recipe and can slightly iterate on the recipe. But to to be a great thinker, you want to learn to think like a chef. You want to be able to dive in and create a recipe from scratch because you know how to do so. You, you're able to dabble with these things because you have a really, really solid understanding of what makes a good dish. And Tim Urban breaks that down brilliantly in the article. I will make sure I link to that in the podcast description and in the notes that you can find on my website, engineersoftskills.com. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Engineer Soft Skills. You're awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. If you're interested in more, you can go to engineersoftskills.com to check out more videos, podcasts, articles, and to download a free PDF called The Ultimate Guide to Soft Skills. This is a 25-page ebook covering the best of what I've learned on how to level up your soft skills to improve your social life, dating life, and career. Again, thank you for listening.